Three, two, one. That was pretty damn good. Hey, Keith, I don't want to make Adam feel bad, but I think you and I have better clapping chemistry than he and I do. It's for Adam to, you know, prove better. (laughs) Balls in his court. Welcome, everyone, to the Gravity Beard Podcast, your home for discussions and interviews with a variety of guests covering a wide range of topics. Today is another installment of This Week Today, where we look back on this day in history, sports, entertainment, and more. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Tove. I am not joined by my regular co-host, Lord Saunders. Instead, in his place, is a valued member of the Gravity Beard interns. He's also the co-host of the pop-up film cast alongside Derek Glasscock. Keith Gala, welcome to the show. Hello, sir. Greetings and salutations. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm feeling really good. I am on this uh, week today, and uh, it's so nice of you to have me come on for this audition. I'm I'm clapping better, and uh, I'm, I'm just in the groove here tonight, man. Better than what? Better than other people clap with you at the beginning of an episode? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, quite possibly. I don't know that I disagree with you. Yeah. So, Keith, you were you actually attended uh, our staff meeting last week uh, as well. So, I'm really glad to have you back. Hey, you know, um, this is what happens when you you achieve the level that I've managed to achieve over the last three months. I it I mean, it's eventually it's only that I'm just gonna end up having my own like full show, just showing up every now and then in your feed. Probably that's. It's the next thing that happens, I guess, right? Yep. I don't. Sure. Hey, if yeah. if that happens, I'm perfectly happy to accommodate. Mm-hmm. I mean, or you know, I'll I'll twist my ankle and I won't be able to. You know, I won't be able to contribute as much. <laughs> why Why twisting my ankle would stop me from posting things on the internet? I don't know. <laughs> or if you burst your Achilles. Oh my God! Yes, uh, Keith. What happened? I hurt my Achilles. Uh, posting a weird book for the intern library in the uh, Gravity Beard intern group. That's and b- and before you know it, you drop from the number one, the coveted number one spot to somewhere in the mid twenties, and we haven't seen or heard from you since. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. that's it. if I fall out of, like the top five, I'm probably done. <laughs> There's no coming back from that. No, I'll probably just walk away. <laughs> I should walk away now. I mean, I'm on top. Yeah, I've yeah, I, I might, pushed, I've pushed Brian Russell off to the side. And uh, I've made the big shot, and uh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. I don't disagree. That's sports talk, kids. Sports talk. That's right. Go look those up on the internet. You'll understand if you know what the interwebs are. Yeah. Well, you were nice enough to fill in because Adam couldn't be here. And Busy as man. Much, Busy man. Yeah, well, you listen, listen, as much as I would love to spend the opening of this episode referencing how you're probably eventually going to take over coasting the show and you know make jokes like that, I'm not going to continue to kick Adam in the crotch. The, the fact of the matter is, is that it is killing him to not be here. He lo- loves the show as much as anybody. He's a great co-host. But he is so covered up in work right now that no matter how hard he tried to work around his work and travel schedule, it just wasn't possible. And so instead of crotch kicking, I'd like to dedicate this episode to my dear friend Adam. And in honor of him, I'm eating some avocado toast. <laughs> Next. 
Let's get started and look at the calendar of special days so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. And I'll get things started. Yesterday was National Carrot Cake Day. Whoa, whoa. So by that sound, it doesn't sound like you like carrot cake. No, no, no. I do not. No. Huh. So if you um, don't if you don't like carrot cake, how are you going to celebrate? How, do, how are you going to choose to celebrate National Carrot Cake Day? Uh, I will have some carrots, and then I will have a piece of cake. <laughs> That's not bad. Okay. Probably a few hours in between each, but you know, I'll I'll have a little of both, just not together. Right. Got it. Okay. Fair. I, this is probably going to lead to a poll. <laughs> have we done a carrot cake poll yet? I don't think so. I just assume nobody likes carrot cake. So. Oh, I love carrot cake. Chris, today, if uh, everyone, for those listening, uh, hopefully you are celebrating National Hemp Day. Mm-hmm. Probably uh, wearing like a shirt or like a weird bracelet type thing. That's um, among other things, I guess, right? I've recently gotten into rope weaving, and so I've been weaving a lot of hemp rope. What are you making with, like, just... It's just rope on its own, or are you, are you doing something specific with it? Is it? Are you making a tire swing? Uh, no, no, just just rope, just longer, longer rope. Hmm. Okay. Tomorrow is National Shower with a Friend Day. Hmm. Hmm. Um. Well, my wife is a friend. The only friend that I, that that yeah I don't know. Is this like um, like same shower like you're or like if you're in like uh, your YMCA and it's a bunch of different showers all lined up or <laughs> I don't know how else to interpret this other than than take it literally which is National Shower with a Friend Day. I how do they come up with these things? Like who who is saying this? Millennials. That's who did this. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, but it's probably because they're trying to like save money on their water bill. Why don't we celebrate that with what we're going to celebrate on Wednesday? Okay, yeah, because see, we're starting to we're starting to do an uptick here. We went from carrots, carrot cake to hemp to kind of possible fun National Shower Day. But if you're eating frozen yogurt in the shower with a friend, with a friend, if you just uh, but frozen yogurt, I love frozen yogurt. I do too. So we've showered with a friend, and we've shared some frozen yogurt in the shower with a friend. And then it'd be kind of cool if we're rolling the Thursday and somehow like have a yogurt version of, of, of Thursday's big event. Yeah, which is National Periodic Table Day. Yeah, so like the periodic table of frozen yogurt. <laughs> That's a great idea, actually. I mean, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a teacher out there somewhere. So for, we we have a couple of people in the GBI that specialize in science. One, of course, mm-hmm. is Sciencey McScience Face, and then we actually have uh, a new member of our group, uh, Chris El Sergio Birkenbein, who is the uh, co-host of A Dash of Science, a new uh, show on the Podfix Network. So we have two science ex- at least we have at least two science experts. We might have a, others that just haven't revealed themselves as such. So I would like to challenge, and of course, everybody in the group likes food. So for those of you, hopefully Chris and Corey and anybody else that loves science and uh, yogurt, anybody in the group that loves those things, Keith and I would like to challenge you to come up with a periodic table of frozen yogurt. 100%. I think it'd be great. Yeah, please do that. I think it only gets better from here. Why don't, why don't you tell us what we should celebrate on Friday? 
Uh, it is National Kite Flying Day, not to be confused with National Go Fly a Kite Day. Can I share a controversial opinion? I think kite flying might be really overrated. It is for uh, normal people like you and me. But if you go to like, the kite festival and you see people like whipping around like really cool looking kites, it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah, I guess. It's not nearly as cool as Saturday, though. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's not nearly, not even close to as cool as what you could celebrate on Saturday as you wrap up this fantastic week of celebrations because Saturday is National Pizza Day. So, like, if Adam would like to sit down with a lovely, lovely, nice pineapple pepperoni uh, pie... It'd be a perfect way for him to celebrate. Yes. So we're particularly inviting Adam on this Saturday, you know, in, in wake of the end of the Super Bowl, to sit down and eat, eat a delicious pineapple and pepperoni pizza mm-hmm. pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Next. I love that guy. Yeah, I love that guy. All right. Well, with that, let's turn our attention to this week in history. Dun, dun, dun. I'll get things kicked off. So this week in 1789, the first U.S. president was elected. Do you remember who that was, Keith? Uh, let's see. Um, I cannot tell a lie, uh, but I think he did something with a cherry tree. He had some wooden teeth. Uh, does that be George Washington, correct? Am I right? No. Oh, man. Good guess. I'm sorry. The answer hmm. was Millard Fillmore. Millard Fillmore. Yep. Who's who's Millard Fillmore? Millard Fillmore was our was the first U.S. president elected this week in 1789. That's not true. Consult the internet, Keith. I'm going to. <laughs> I spell Millard. <laughs> there's a joke here that I'm not getting. <laughs> The 13th president was Millard Fillmore. Nope. No, it wasn't. He was. Millard Fillmore was the 13th president of the United States. He was not. The internet is wrong. He was the first U.S. president elected this week in 1789. He's part of the Whig Party, even though he's not wearing a wig. Nope. He was the 12th vice president in 1948. 1848. 1848. Okay, everything you said is correct, except for the fact that he was the first U.S. president. Why are you saying that? (laughs) Look, I've never been a good history buff, but I do believe I know at least one thing. (laughs) That's the only thing you know in history. (laughs) Yes, yes, I'm terrible. I slept through probably a lot of history class. But I know... (laughs) and, And the internet is supporting me. I mean, I don't... I'm looking at the internet right now, and I don't see that. I do believe I have the majority here, and thus that's a win. That's a, hey, a poll has not been conducted. So if you want to run a poll, I can, then go I, ahead and I, do I it. I conducted one. Me and Google just conducted one. No, that isn't. You know that's not how a poll works in our group. It's two, two, two to one. <laughs> no, no, no. If if mm. you if you want a poll to de- to determine whether or not I'm correct or you're correct, that Millard Fillmore is or is not the was not the first u.s president then you need to go through proper procedure and and post a poll you're doing it right now aren't you no i'm looking up more stuff on uh 
I'm looking up uh, Millard Fillmore's first president. <laughs> we don't have time for that. You need to move on. Yeah, he's not the first president. He's, it's, you're, you're, you, that's not true. He's 13th. <laughs> no, that's ridiculous. Okay, let's, okay. let's just move on with the All show. Right. I think it's it's probably Jack Klugman was the first president. <laughs> no, that was close. And see, this is why you know that I'm mm-hmm. right. Jack Klugman was the vice president. Yes, He's still alive today to tell us about it. Well, now that hasn't been sorted out yet, and we, and we discussed that on, on on our meeting in our meeting last week. It's still a hot topic. I mean, who knew that Jack Klugman would become a hot topic in today's mm-hmm. today's world? But he certainly has. It, it it should be as as it should be. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Um, let's move on to other uh, interesting facts of history here. Uh, maybe one with a little more validity. Uh, but in 1891, the Dalton Gang commits its first train robbery. Nice. Uh, Dalton Gang is a group of outlaws, obviously, if they're robbing trains. Uh, they ran between 1890 and 1892. And uh, during an attempted bank robbery in Kansas in 1892, two of the brothers and two other gang members were killed. Only Emmett survived. He was captured, tried, and convicted, paroled after serving 14 years in prison. Well, in 1924 this week, the first execution by lethal gas took place. Mm-hmm. That's, I, that's one of those weird things that you're like, like you're the first guy, like, you know, they had to, they had to like mess something up. There is no it was question. Not, it, it was not like, oh, we're going to use gas because this is going to be less painful. No, the... the Somebody messed up the concoction, guaranteed, and it was probably like more painful than it should have been. I'm 100% certain that that's that's true on some level in some way. All right. Uh, Well, in 1960, Joanne Woodward earns the first star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, nice. Well, in 1964, uh, the Beatles arrived in New York, which uh, subsequently they appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show and kind of marked the start of the British invasion. Chris, you're a big music guy. Are you a big Beatles fan? Uh, I don't know if I'm a big Beatles fan, but I'm definitely an appreciator. I have the same kind of association with the Beatles that I do for a carrot cake. So No. Oh, wow. A few years later, though. Well, a little more than a few. Like 22? Yeah. In 1986. Man, I remember watching this. Five foot seven Spud Webb wins the dunk contest. Yes. That was fantastic. And yeah, you and I were... Pre-teens, where we were 11 mm-hmm. or 12 years old at the time. Very exciting. This is when the dunk contest mattered. Next! All right, Keith. Well, with that, it's time for the news. Play that great theme music. Now, this sounds like a story that should come out of Florida, but it didn't. It actually came out of my home state of Texas. A, Close enough. <laughs> no, it is not. This came to us from intern Dave Champa. Thank you, Dave. A Texas woman was banned for life from a local Walmart. The police said she was riding around the store's parking lot in a motorized cart, uh, presumably for the handicapped, for mm-hmm. hours while drinking wine out of a Pringles can. Now, so how did the wine get in the Pringles can? Where's the rest of the bottle? Um, 
The Pringles cans aren't that huge. She couldn't have just been driving for hours with one Pringles can. <laughs> She's not gonna get that drunk off of one Pringles can of wine. Oh, I'm just I'm I imagine she has a box of wine hidden behind some bushes somewhere. And like every couple rounds of the parking lot, she just refills that Pringles you know, the Pringles thing really quick and then moves on. Well, you wanna know what I think she did? I think you're right about the box of wine, but you know those motorized cart have a basket on the front. Oh yeah, I guess that would be more logical. <laughs> so she she could have hit it in the bushes somewhere, but I think she might have just had the box right there in the basket and was just kept refilling the Pringles can. I mean, she left it in the bushes. I'm sure somebody put some money on a windowsill someplace as well for it. <laughs> and then she just kept driving around. Right. But, but the Pringles, I can't, okay, cause, so she probably got a little drunk first, then she was hungry, and then she's all about recycling, so she decided to use the... Yeah. Well, you know, listen, if all she had in her possession was a box of wine and some Pringles, then when she finished the Pringles, you know, what is she just going to do? Just stick her mouth under the spout of the box of wine? No. You you take the two implements that are in your possession and you make the most of them. It's not savage. <laughs> right. Right. Police got a call at 9 a.m. that there was a suspicious woman in the parking lot. I don't know if suspicious is the adjective I would use, but in it. As the Times Record News reported, the caller said, and I think this might be my favorite note in the entire story, that the woman in the parking lot had been there since 6.30 a.m. Apparently, and I like this note as well, riding aimlessly. Okay, so she's been there for three hours riding aimlessly, drinking wine and Pringles. Right. Breakfast of champions. (laughs) Well, the other thing is, is how did she make... How did she make a, a single can of Pringles and, and whatever quantity of wine she had last for three hours? I'm really impressed by that. I mean, she's a connoisseur. She's... She's uh, she's savoring it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's really... You know, she's doing that. You know, she's swishing around in the Pringles can. She's sipping right. a little bit of it. You know, she's smelling it. You know, maybe she spit out a little bit. because She's like, oh, that's disgusting. And then realized, no, it's a box of bottled wine. That's... It's going to taste nasty regardless. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. Uh-huh. So police arrived to find the woman had fled the scene and later found her... <laughs> not, probably not very quickly or very very competently, but they later found her in a nearby restaurant. The woman was informed at that time that she was banned from returning to the Walmart location. And what it doesn't include in the story, but I would love to know, is what her reaction was to that information. I'll be honest. She sounds like she actually won in this whole situation. <laughs> I got to ride around on, on like a rascal cart. I drank a box of wine and ate Pringles, and now they're gonna ban me from a Walmart. I mean, that's win, win, win. Yeah, it sure is. All right, Keith. Well, mm-hmm. I hate to do this. I mean, unfortunately, this happens in every episode, and we've run out of time for our next story. Oh, so it's not a bad thing. I'm not upset. Not at all. No, but to make up for it, normally I would read just the headline for our for the story we're not going to get to. Mm. Instead, I'm going to read five headlines. <laughs> Jesus. So here they are. Here's the, here's the headlines of all the terrific stories that have been submitted that we don't have time to get to. But we thank everyone for submitting them. The first one came from Clay Groves, and this, the headline reads, Frosty had the last laugh. Vandal tries to run over giant snowman, but he's covering up a tree stump instead. Proving you right. 
That is correct. Thank mm-hmm. you. Next was a story submitted by Paul Chomo of Varmint's podcast. Man ends up in hospital after injecting semen to cure back pain. I, <laughs> I, I there's no words for that. I, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, next. then we'll move on to the next one. Maybe you prefer this story submitted by Tiff. I don't think Man it's, possible not, for it's y- not possible not to prefer another story over that last one. So. <laughs> Man arrested for using Civil War cannon in dispute with neighbor. Well, duh. What else are you going to do with it? And and two more stories submitted by Tiff. Thank you, Tiff, for working hard mm-hmm. in our newsroom. Yeah, yeah, keep trying, Tiff. Worker shot with potato cannon in drive-by attack. That, that'll hurt. That'll hurt. And then the final story, this one was out of Florida, which makes sense. Florida man threatens to kill someone with kindness. <laughs> the, the name of his machete. <laughs> uh, that's, again, that seems like, um, it, it, that's not a pun, but it's also just very, it's, it's a very witty, like, bit of a special <laughs> wordplay. But I mean, you got to give him points. It's super creative for, like, writing kindness on his machete, but then he... <laughs> It's also a crazy man running around Florida with a machete. <laughs> Wouldn't you yeah. just say man running around Florida? It isn't the craziness kind of implied. Yeah. Pretty much just from now on they just be like man in Florida and then you just read the rest of the article find out you already know you're hooked. They don't even have right. to say there's no other headline. That's just, right. Florida man did something. Check it out here. <laughs> Florida man dot dot dot. Mm-hmm. And everybody's in on it. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, Keith. Well, why don't we take a quick break and hear from one of our new promotional partners? Uh, yeah, sure, man. Let's let's take a break. I, I'm getting a little winded here. And when we return, we have a couple more segments. And before that, birthdays. Right after this. This week's episode is brought to you by Cheese Weasels. Ever <laughs> wonder how your delicious Swiss gets those holes? Ever notice oh. that your boring other cheeses don't have those gaping beauties? Well then. Cheese Weasels is the answer you've been looking for. Got a dinner party coming up? Cheese Weasels can save the day by burrowing small, seemingly natural holes into your fine cheeses, making even the most basic cheddar look aged and expensive. Just listen to this happy customer. Nobody wanted my cheese. I was so lonely. But now, I'm the king of Cheddar Town, and everything's Gouda. For a limited time, go to cheeseweasels.com and enter the discount code NIBBLEQUEST to receive 13% off your 10th order. Cheese Weasels, lie to your friends with cheese holes. Ooh, my cheese. Welcome back to the show. For more information about Cheese Weasels, feel free to check out Weird With You. It's another terrific podcast from the Podfix Network. It can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, two quick things. Cheese Weasels, add them to your uh, to your band list. And also, the beat behind that commercial is so fantastic. <laughs> I, you know, they use that com- commercial bed almost every time, and I really, really like it. Yeah, that is, it is fantastic. I really like that. I was just jamming here listening to it. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Cheese weasels. Ugh. Next. All right, Keith. And with that, how about birthdays? And in honor of Adam and his absence, I'm going to do a little something, and I'm going to attempt to pick all of the birthdays that I think he would have picked if he was here. All right, we can do that. And uh, today, 
uh, turning 60 years old. Former New York Giant uh, Hall, NFL Hall of Fame linebacker Lawrence Taylor. So good. Not only a great overall career, but also the man who took out Joe Theismann. Monday Night Football when he busted his knee wide, or his leg wide open. Yeah, one of the most gruesome injuries in all of NFL history. All right, and also today, Alice Cooper turned 71. And today... Comedian Hannibal Burris turns 36. If you don't recognize his name, he's the one that originally broke the Bill Cosby story. Very, very funny guy overall. But yeah, he, as part of a joke, just said something. It's that spun all out of control. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then tomorrow, and after you get to celebrate that trifecta, uh, Bobby Brown from uh, formerly New Edition and then also uh, great solo career. He is turning, uh, wow, 50 years old. Can you believe Bobby Brown is turning 50? And, and I'm saying this for Greg's benefit, I encourage you to Google one thing regarding Bobby Brown, and that's the phrase poop fetching. Mm, I thought you were going to see Ghostbusters theme song, but that's okay. Nope. Poop fetching. So anybody listening to this, Greg knows exactly what I'm talking about. Just put in Bobby Brown and poop fetching. That's his prerogative. <laughs> but also tomorrow, and this one is definitely in honor of Adam, Guns N' Roses bassist Duff McKagan turns 55. And, and I think this is always cool, in the same week, in fact, the next day, Guns N' Roses frontman Axl Rose turns 57. In the in the heyday of Guns N' Roses, can you imagine what kind of party was going on between these two days. That would have been amazing. Uh, if we fast forward to uh, Friday, Clay Thompson turning just 29. He's not even 30 yet. Also on Friday is the 58th birthday of Motley Crue lead vocalist Vince Neil. That's another one of those bands. I just never, uh, it, it never really connected with me. But I mean, and the dude's super popular. And I th- and I definitely think that's another Adam pick. I think I think you actually did really well on those. Well, and you know, hey, I, I was never a big fan of metal either, but Adam, very metal. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Avocado Toast, very, very, very metal. <laughs> All right, and then uh, we are closing it out with uh, the one and only uh, Joe Pesci, who will be turning uh, on on Saturday, turning seventy six years old. Uh, just fantastic, terrific actor. It, there shouldn't be any reason why anybody doesn't know uh, who he is from anything from like My Cousin Vinny to uh, uh, a very small role in A Bronx Tale, but then obviously he's in Goodfellas, he's in Casino, and uh, he will be in, sometime this year, he's in The Irishman, which is uh, Scorsese bringing, uh, kind of getting the band back together with Pesci and De Niro and uh, Al Pacino and all those guys. Well, and don't forget about Home Alone. Well, yes, and obviously he's one of the wet bandits, yes. All right, how about some born this week, but now dead? (laughs) (laughs) Clay Groves, I love that guy. (laughs) I do love that guy, and I appreciate him providing that clip for us. Makes me want to get a Colonel Mustard. (laughs) It does, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. All right, well, we have three people who were born on this day, now dead, all very famous. The first one, Babe Ruth, died in 1948 at the age of 53, If he was still living, he would be 124. 
Bob Marley died in 1981 at the age of 36. I don't think I really had a sense of how young he was. Yeah. He would have been 74 today. And some people's favorite U.S. president, Ronald Reagan, died in 2004. At the age of 93, he would have been 108. Definitely the first president I was fully aware of. Yeah, me too. Next! All right, moving on. So this next segment, Keith, mm-hmm. is a combination of two of Adam's favorite segments. And that would be Least Competent Criminal and Darwin Award. All right, hit me with it. So this actually comes to us from Greg, my reluctant co-host and uh, county treasurer. Mm-hmm, yeah. Here's the headline. Texas woman accidentally kills boyfriend while posing for a Snapchat photo with rifle. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what happened. So, an Austin woman was jailed on a manslaughter charge after accidentally shooting her boyfriend while posing for a photo, officials said. Autumn Ravone King, age 20, was arrested Monday in Pflugerville in the December 23rd death of Eric Charles Allen, 26. King told officials she was posing for a Snapchat photo with a rifle aimed directly at Allen, who was about to take the photo. She said she accidentally pulled the trigger. Yeah, and this isn't hard to believe. Fatally wounding Allen. (laughs) The Travis County Medical Examiner's Office ruled the death a homicide and the cause of (laughs) and the cause of death the gunshot wound. All of these are very obvious notes in the story. Same reporter who wrote the uh, final parts about the lady on the uh, with the box of wine. Yeah, clearly. It says, King and Allen were living in a home in North Austin at the time. The shooting took place just after noon in the home where two small... Oh, geez. Where two small children were also present. Oh, boy. <laughs> you might want to edit parts of that. I don't know. <laughs> That's, let's keep it light. Ah. Okay, you're well, gonna make um, fun of somebody. You shouldn't mention that they have two orphan children now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> see, that's the thing about this particular story is that it. You start at the headline, which is amazingly terrible, and it just gets worse the farther you get into the story. And that you didn't do the cursory research to read to the end that there were two <laughs> children that were left without a mother or father. No, that's that's literally the first time I've read that part of the story. <laughs> Golly. Yep, that's that golden shovel action for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, sorry, folks. Uh, I guess I'll just end here. Um, King is being held in the Travis County Jail on a $200,000 bail. Doesn't seem like that much for Snapchat killing somebody. I mean, it's just... for shooting someone in the face at point blank range with a rifle and then claiming it's an accident. Oopsie. I don't know. He wasn't getting my good side. <laughs> At any point during the discussion, the brief discussion of that story, were you wondering if if he actually successfully took the picture? Yeah, actually, yeah. I, I hope he at least got a really good shot. Yeah. Well, she got a good shot. Okay, and we'll finish. Is I'll that just... what you set the whole thing up for? <laughs> good Lord, man. All right, well, before, before we move on... <laughs> I just want to say, just want to <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And see, this is and so this is again. You know, I, I, it was, it was lovely. I've uh, been topping and tripping three months, but it's obviously. I mean, I the students is. Uh, I'm still a student because to the master here. This is an apprenticeship. <laughs> but it's the reason I am an intern, and uh, that is uh, you're dropping just gems like that. You set me up perfectly on that one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, the last thing I want to say about this is. Um, Congratulations, Autumn, because you are our least competent criminal of the week, but also you and your boyfriend are this week's Gravity Beard Listeners of the Week. Well, at least one listener. (laughs) Keith, we've already established that we have listeners in the afterlife. That is true. That is true. Ooh, maybe you can call and tell us how good the picture was. Yeah, so we're looking forward to a call on the hotline. No, no, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be looking forward to from the very recently deceased Eric Charles Allen. Oh, does he get a place in an apartment? That's a, that's a whole different topic for a whole different day, but geez, peace. All right. <laughs> I don't know if he's nationally famous, but he's, cer- he's certainly Gravity Beard famous. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, he probably had a great shot. She did. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Next. All right. Well, Keith. What else we got for today, sir? <laughs> well, Keith, that actually brings us to the end of another episode of of this week today. What? No, we got another good hour. We got another good hour, right? Before we go, is there uh, is there anything you'd like to promote? Uh, sure, why not? Um, go ahead and check out uh, my little show, along with uh, my buddy Derek. It is the Pop-Up Filmcast, where every other week we fabricate fictitious film festivals and movie marathons, lately with a little bit more emphasis on the fictitious. We've had some great uh, episodes uh, recently. Um, Derek and I completed a preview of 2019. It's very fun to take a listen to. Uh, 10 movies that you should be very well aware of for 2019 uh, coming out. But uh, it's Pop-Up Filmcast. Find us on any of your favorite uh, little places or on Twitter at Pop-Up Filmcast. And uh, just reach on out. By the way, if you have not heard the Pop-Up Filmcast, it is a very funny and very creative show, so please check it out. Now, just for a few credits before we go, if you're not in our Facebook group, please come join us there. We'd love to have you. It's called the Gravity Beard Interns. If you like fun... It's definitely for you. If you like me, it's definitely for you. Because I'm the number one contributor in three months straight. Yeah. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you on the Gravity Beard Hotline. That phone number is... <laughs> Let me try that again. We'd love to hear from you on the Gravity Beard Hotline. That phone number is 3,214,652,180. You can find our show on Twitter by searching mm. at the Gravity Beard. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know if I can get through these. <laughs> Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Podfix Network to find other great shows consistently creating platinum level content go right now to podfixnetwork.com or search at podfix on twitter chris brayton of more gooder than and me of this show would like to invite you to listen to podfix presents that's a show put on by the collective talents of the podfix network 
We'll be wrapping up our NFL coverage. Uh, well, uh, next week. Be- well, actually, <laughs> actually this week because um, we've had the Super Bowl and we're going to talk about it in our next episode. It comes out every Wednesday. Search pot, or at least one more Wednesday. Search Podfix presents wherever you listen to podcasts. If that's not enough, me and I understand if it's not. I also do a great show with the clever and talented Sarah Stapleton. It's called Life Is Messy. We also have a discussion group for that show. Just search Life Is Messy on Facebook. Our theme song is Sophomore Makeout. We also used The Only Girl, both by Silent Partner. Their stuff can be found on the YouTube audio library. For my pal Keith from the Pop-Up Filmcast, I'm your host, Tove. You've been listening to This Week Today on Gravity Beard. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. Bye. Fillmore.